when the CSA came out uh, in 2010, and John's heard all of this, but uh, when CSA came out in 2010, uh, I went into the government website and got all the safety numbers on all carriers that had MC numbers in the United States, about So I would have a starting point of what their numbers looked out like in 2010. And so I would have a starting point to compare them post-CSA. And I took those numbers and uh, we, at the time, we had right at just under 3,000 NASTIC member companies. And I took the numbers from those, from our NASTIC members, and did some statistical analysis of it. And not surprisingly, the five basics in CSA, if you understand how that works, I'm sure you all do. Um, there was one basic in CSA that just jumps off the page at you. And that's what they used to try to call the, the fatigue driving basic. And we got the fatigue driving basic changed to time after about four years or five years to hours of service basic. But it jumps off the chart. I'm not kidding you. We got a problem with compliance. It's in that basic. Over 50, and now you can throw numbers around, so uh, you let me know if I'm wagging or swagging. I'm going to be wagging and swagging, guys. I warn you, I use wags and swags. And wag is wild ass gas, okay? But over 50% of small trucking companies are over the limbo bar. That means they've got a triangle with an exclamation mark in it on the hours of service basis. Over 50%. Over 40, uh, right at 42% of the NASTIC members I studied were over the limbo bar. And I don't know whether you've been around trucking long enough to know, but once you get over the limbo bar as a small trucking company, you can't get back on the other side. It's damned impossible, near impossible. Unless you're fortunate enough in our new environment to be a small trucking company and they stop you every day, all your trucks, and guess where you are in frequently at the scale house. You are in frequently. Two words. Okay? Now, uh, the people that, the people that, uh, we have put on Big Road, almost none of them walk over the limbo bar, not 42%, not 50%. Their, their numbers in that basic just go, takes about six months sometimes, but the numbers go straight down. And when CSA came out, we decided to have a meeting. We called FMCSA. We got the number two lady there to come down and speak. We got the uh, Tennessee FMCSA guy to speak, and I spoke, and Henry Seaton spoke. And we got 125 trucks companies and nasty, with a nasty population to come to Andersonville. And we had this meeting, 
and uh, I tell this story about uh, another joke uh, about two campers that are out camping and a big bear gets in the camp about two o'clock in the morning and the bear's hungry, he's tearing up the fire, tearing up the campsite, and the two campers are in their tent all up and down hoping the bear won't make their food. And uh, one guy rolls over, gets out his flashlight, gets his duffel bag out, takes his sneakers out, starts stretching his hamstring. And the other rolls over and says, I don't know why you're doing that. You can't outrun that bear. He said, I don't have to. I just got to outrun you. So we named this thing about CSA. The whole meeting was around that joke. You can't outrun the bear. And ladies and gentlemen, you cannot outrun the, the larger carriers who have millions of dollars and millions of assets to throw at Satan. You can't outrun them. But you don't have to. As a small trucking company, you just gotta outrun your peer group. And if you can take something that I know, I've got the data to prove it. We've got a big road in over 2,000 trucks now. We should have a big road in Keller a bunch of money for a log audit machine. 
phone, get you a tablet or a smartphone and put big road on it. And I don't understand the problem. Maybe somebody can explain it to me. What I got attracted to big road, when I got really excited about big road, it was about this, log hours, not the mandate, not the ELD mandate. Because of those errors, here again another way, John, over 50% of the errors that uh, trucking companies are dealing with on logs are mistakes. They're form and function errors. And guess what? The government treats form and function errors the same way they treat a log falsification. And if that error occurs early enough in the trip, it can screw up your logs for the whole week. It's, uh, I don't know, I, 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 I don't like the term no-brainer, but this is one. If you're thinking at all, you'll take a good hard look at this product because it solves the problems of And you have the data to prove. We had one trucking company that put in Big Road, had our GPS program, and then put in Big Road on top of it. I was running about 14 trucks. You remember his name. Billy Marshall. Billy Marshall. Billy put in Big Road, and uh, when he put in Big Road, his his uh, number on the on the hours of service C was about 86, or it was up to high 80s, which is over the limit of all. He had an order. So according to the enforcement community and the compliance people, he was a dangerous, he was a dangerous carrier. <clears throat> he put in big road and in six months, four months, five months, his number went from 86 or 87 down to about 20. Way under the limbo call. And one of his drivers ran a stoplight somebody. And that happened while he was over the limbo bar, Billy Barstow and put out of business. I tell you that story because it's the truth. And uh, I think he's still operating today. Driver made a mistake, uh, but Billy had to cover himself up. The other thing about Big Road that I really like is it doesn't have to be an ELD right out of the chute. When they, let's talk about ELDs and the mandate say, Why are they forcing us to go to electronic logs? Forcing us. I believe, I think if I own a trucking company, I'd have electronic logs. It's just that I have this. First, and then I make it into a But what's wrong with the mandate is they're forcing everybody to do it. Even companies that don't come anywhere close to bumping the hours of service on any level, you still got to have an electronic law, which is wrong. It's just wrong. And the reason that they mandated it is because the big companies 
had to go to it because they turned drivers over so much, over 100%, that they could never get drivers trained well enough to log under the complicated hours of service that we operate under today. Big companies did it, and so they said, and drivers left. Drivers typically don't like change to begin with, and they sure don't like uh, taking away any wiggle room they might have with how they log the trip. And quite frankly, I don't disagree with them. I think they have to have a little wiggle room every now and then. And it's not unsafe, it's actually pro-safety out there, in my opinion. There's a lot of difference between a little wiggle room Because they don't have to outrun the bear either. They just got to outrun 